Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning Emor Shlishi, the third Aliyah in Parshas Emor. Our Aliyah is a, on the topic of willing to be holy. The, um, our Aliyah is, in fact, 17 Psukimnorin, writing from Perak Chovbeis, Pasuk Yudzain to Pasuk Laman Kimmel. A few basic uh, topics of our Aliyah. The first is when describing bringing karbonas, it needs to be to your will. Brought of the, these types of animals. Um, and anything which has a mum, any animal which has a blemish, cannot be brought as a karban. Like we saw that human beings who are karanim, who, um, who have a mum, who have a, a blemish, cannot eat or, or cannot sacrifice. Here, this is talking about how the animals cannot be used as sacrifices if they have, and there's a whole list of. Mumim of blemishes as well, and we are not allowed to take miad ben nechar from a foreigner a korban. Um, they are considered uh, that they are blemished and they cannot be accepted. We then hear a few very interesting short mitzvahs. One is that any animal, a, a, a kosher animal, um, when it is born, it needs to wait seven days by its mother, and only on the eighth day can it be brought as a korban. So no animal can be brought as a korban before. Eight days, and then we hear also another mitzvah of a You cannot um, slaughter a mother and its um, and its and its uh, young on the same day. This is the mitzvah called it and its and its child. And then we hear about the mitzvah of the the korban toda. It needs to be again to your will, and it is there's a an isra of um, of noisar of not leaving over. Any extra meat which is uneaten, we're told to keep all the mitzvahs of Hashem. And famously, don't desecrate my holy name. You should sanctify the name of Hashem. This is the mitzvah of Kiddush Hashem. Um, and because Hashem took you out of Egypt to be your God. So a lot of things to think about inside here. The first question to consider is, why does it say about these korbanos, it needs to be to your will? So the Midrash Halacha, the Torah's Kanim says, that this is referring to you cannot force the community as explained by the Torah's Mimah that, that if a tzibur a community has a requirement to bring a Krabat and they didn't bring it you cannot force them however when it comes to a Yachid an individual then you may force that individual to bring their Krabat as they are expected to do it however the, moving away from the Halachic perspective the Haimek Dabur Naftali Tzvi Yoda Berlin um, explains that how does what is Lirzon Achem? Hainu Tefillah. Meaning, how is how does the korban really work? How does sacrifice really work when it's accompanied with a with a um, a supplication? The way korbanos aren't this magic incantation. The korbanos are as a ritual when accompanied with a heartfelt heartfelt will to come to close to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Then they operated as the correct vehicle. When that vehicle disappeared, when korbanos fell short and stopped being. Available, the 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 prayer still exists. Now, why is a mum, why is a blemish not allowed by an animal? So the Sforno does quote a very interesting idea in in philosophy, which is which is Would you bring this to your pecha, to your governor? Meaning, if you're going to bring a sacrifice and you're going to bring a gift to your governor, would you bring the lamb with a broken leg? No, you would not. So in front of Hashem, you're going to do that. You're going to be cheaper than Hashem. That's not the way we do it. We have to sometimes look to the norms of society, sometimes, and say that that, that would be not the way that we do it in society. We certainly should not do that for Hashem either. 
Why is there an eight-day wait for the Korban? So the Bechor Shor, Rav Yosef Bechor Shor explains, number one is it, because it, because it could become an, it could be a nafil, it could be a, a love barakayoma, an animal which will not live, and you need seven days to ascertain that in fact it is going to live. Once it lives, then you can now shecht it as a viable animal. Before then, it's not considered viable. For a human being, it's 30 days. For a child, but for an animal, it's seven days. Other option that Rav Yosef suggests is that it leaves the, a place of impurity, and part of the purifying process is it needs a seven-day period in order to be brought as a korban. So it's leaving its state of impurity, which we see about other processes of childbirth elsewhere in the Torah as well. There's another possibility over here, which is a very beautiful idea of um, Rabbi Yisrael of Koznitz, the Avodas Yisrael, who says a very interesting observation. He quotes a midrash. Um, Vayikra Rabbah, which quotes Rabbi Yeshua de Sichnin, quoting Rabbi Levi, who would say that this is a mashal, this is a parable to a king who comes to a, uh, to a, to a country and he says, anybody who wants to, to visit me, to have an audience with me, um, that's fine, but you need to come in front of the matru, matruna tchila. My representative is going to be this, uh, this lady who's going to see everybody first, she's going to be the triage before you get to see the king as well. What's the nimshal? So the Midrash explains, that that is what Shabbos is. If you want to have a karma, if you want to bring a karma and something close to me, it first needs to engage in a Shabbos. Similar kind of perspective for a bris mitzvah for a young boy. It cannot be that a child will have this this aspect of sacrifice of korban um, before it has engaged in a Shabbos. That and similarly with um, a korban cannot be brought in the base of unless it is engaged with. Um, this Matronissa, which is Shabbos, this, the, this, so to speak, the representative of God, which is the Shabbos Malchus, the Queen of Shabbos. Very fascinating perspective, understanding the role of Shabbos in our completion. Now, what is the reason for the mitzvah of Oisai Ve'espanoi, not killing a mother and a child animal on the same day? The Ramah Memorial of Uchim, in the third Chalik, Perigmimches, describes that this is because there is a certain innate, intrinsic, instinctive pain that is felt by animals when a mother sees a child being hurt, and we are trying to care for the animals, not to inflict that pain upon the animals. The Ramban, famously in Parashas Kisaitse, disagrees with the Rambam, and says that HaKosh Baruch Hu does not care for the feelings of the animals particularly, but rather he cares that we become better and more caring people. We don't want to be cruel. And so Hashem is trying to train us to be more careful, more, more merciful, kind types of people, not to do these kinds of actions, which is why it's about us more than the animals. However, the Tiferes Yisrael, the, the Ma'aral in Tiferes Yisrael in the, in the sixth parak does explain that ultimately he asks a few questions of the Rabban and he concludes by saying in the end of the day, it's not about how Hashem wants us to be better. It's not like we're the person who's being improved by this. Rather, in the end of the day, this was what Hashem wanted. Hashem, uh, this is Hashem's gzera. We cannot fully understand any of these mitzvahs. We can't even give them terms. Hashem wants us to do this. And, you want, and by, by us listening, even when we don't understand the full implications and ramifications of these mitzvahs, that's when we get zechos. That's when we get merit. And that's what Hashem wants to give to us, even without understanding it. Now, then the last myths in the in the in this aliyah, which is not creating a chilul Hashem and creating a kiddush Hashem, very very important mitzvah. So how is it? How do we do that? There's a few things to think about. One is the context of the the paragraph in which it is said. The context of the paragraph relates to two elements. One is 
if you if you reverse in the paragraph, he's bringing the korban Torah, the Thanksgiving offering, and then the mitzvah of the chazal understand is of of keeping the festivals, which is what we're about to talk about as well. So pre immediately preceding is the Thanksgiving offering. Immediately following is the mitzvah of keeping the festivals. So how do those two relate to Kiddush Hashem? How do those how are those germane to the thought process? Perhaps what it is is the idea as it goes as follows: an idea developed in the Nitziv of Natalitzi Berlin, who points out that perhaps the greatest place in which we see how we create Kiddush Hashem is not how we suffer, but how we celebrate. He quotes a Gemara in a Kiddushin, Daf Pei Aleph Aleph, which says, um, in the name of Rabbi, uh, in the name of Avin, Sakva Dashata Rigla. The weakest time of the year is the festival. That means to say that when, when, when suddenly we loosen up a little bit, when we start partying, when the alcohol starts flowing, when the food is on the table, that's when we need a little bit of a check of are we creating a Kiddush Hashem or a Chil Hashem. It's all very nice to be devout. And, uh, and very religious when, it, when it, in spiritual settings during a shear, a lecture, or during the davening, that some, for some is a challenge, but, but generally speaking, it's a little easier then. What happens when we come home and we're at the table? When we start talking about other people, we talk about spiritual leaders, we start talking about all kinds of things. We, uh, say, that's the time where we really, really need to work it out. How do we celebrate? So therefore, Kiddush Hashem is wedged between Yom Tovim, how we keep our Yom Tovs, and between the Korban Torah, which is a very festive occasion, a moment of thanksgiving and happiness in our lives. And it says we have to be careful at moments like that. We fast forward to the last Pasuk, which is right after the Mitzvah. Is, Why is this? And because I took you out of Egypt. How does that relate to the Mitzvah? So the Sasemis explains that, when, that Egypt taught us a very, very important lesson. That is, is that Hashem is willing to break nature and go against the grain of the world that He created. A slave nation will suddenly become a unique nation and become a, this, this, this very powerful entity and enterprise. Hashem is willing to break the natural cause, cause and course of, 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 of history and nature if we are willing to also break it as well. There might be situations where we're put into, into places where it's not so easy. People lash out at us, people insult us, people deride us, and yet we have the responsibility and opportunity of being humble, of being, of being gentle, of being a mensch, of, of not, not, not responding viscerally like an animal would. In those situations, that's where we create Kedusha. Kedusha is the byproduct of sacrificing elements of ego, elements of self, for the higher value system that Kosh Baruch Hu wants from us. With this, we conclude the third Aliyah. In the meantime, have a wonderful, meaningful day.